With the amount of dating books that are out there, I still don't understand why the entire world is like not in a committed relationship. Everybody on this earth should be in a committed relationship with the amount of information on YouTube, articles, and the thousands of books that people write. However, the dating aspect and world is still a question mark. It's still like this mystery of what to do and what not to do. What if I told you that I can break it all down in two simple steps? It's two simple things of what dating actually is. You don't need to read a book or thousands of books and thousands of articles. Let me make this a little bit easier for you. We're going to talk about this in a little bit more because dating is just too complicated and it really should not be at all. I just, I, I don't... We're going to get into it. Welcome to Save the Good Girl. I'm Erica. Can't wait to talk about it because honestly, they're doing too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Act like a lady. Think like a man. The rules. Dating essentials. 20 ways to get a text. 101 ways to have him commit. A thousand ways for him to love you. A hundred ways to get a call back. Literally, there are so many dating books and articles and videos on YouTube. So much information. So much. The do's and don'ts of dating. Have sex, don't have sex. Kiss on the first date, don't kiss. Wear makeup, don't wear makeup. I mean, it's a lot to process. It's a lot to process. And I'm not saying that these books don't have some kind of validity or something that you can't that you can learn from. Um, some of them really have great insight. I've read a couple of articles myself. I've looked at a couple of books myself. But my thing is, after you have read all of these books, where are you? Where is the real you? Because your mind is so saturated with all of these articles and all of these books. And they're all saying different things. And they all have different ways of looking at dating based on what has worked for them, right? Or they've told a couple of people and it has worked for them. It does not mean that because you followed these quote-unquote rules that is really going to work for you. But before reading these books and these articles and watching all these YouTube videos of how I've done this and how I've done that, have you read yourself? Do you understand yourself? Have you, in the books, you're highlighting notes. Have you highlighted yourself? What do you want? Do you really, really know what you want? Like, for example, for me, I need a man that's going to be able to hold a conversation. I need a man that's going to have versatility in conversation. So we can talk about many different things from like music to career to cooking to the fact that my nail broke today and we're laughing about it. Like just versatility in conversation. Like I don't feel like, oh, well, whatever I say, he may not care about. I really want to know that, you know, he is listening to me. I need a guy that's thought provoking, that can teach me some new concepts and teach me some new things. And I just want to laugh and have fun. I want to feel safe and I want to be able to open up and have vulnerability. Like, clearly, this is not everything that I want in a man. But when it comes to dating, these are the things that I really look for because holding a conversation is very serious to me. I can't talk to a guy. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I've done that. No, no, no. We need to have a flow. We need we need to have a flow. I don't want to have to stop and think of what to say next. Or what should I say? What should I do? What should we talk about? It shouldn't be this like calculated way of being. You should be able to just flow and have it nice and simple, you know? And it's like the setting that I want, honestly, I've been saying this for a long time. 
honestly, for a first date, I want to be at a coffee shop. I don't need the wine and dine. I'm not saying everything at a coffee shop or everything where it's like chill and cool. I want the vibe to be super cool. Take me to like a, a a bar that no one knows about. Take me to a coffee shop that just opened up. Let's walk around and look at, you know, the graffiti in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I don't know, but I want it to be in a place where I can hear you. You can hear me and we can really talk and it really be comfortable. Um, we can get a drink too. That's cool. I just want it to be nice and simple and calm where I can get to know you. You can get to know me if I want to be comfortable and wear sneakers and look cute, like very like cute cash. I want to do that. I don't want to have to feel subjected to having to wear heels. I have to wear, you know, the, the tight bra and I don't feel like, can I just put some lip gloss on and like, you know, comfortable shoes and we just see each other and just kind of like get to know each other, like in a very authentic setting that's what I want. That may not be what you want because there's a lot of different things for different people. I'm not saying that this is what you should do or you have to do this. No, you need to identify what do you want and what's your setting. And you have to be open to different ideas. Sometimes someone may take you on a date and they're like, hey, you want to go fishing? I mean, not really. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fishing type, but I'm open. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you... <clears throat> If you, if you want to try I me, mean, I like to eat fish, you know, um, I mean, we could catch it. That's cool. Not judging. However, I mean, I'm open, you know, I, we can try it. You know what I'm saying? We can try it. And I think that there's so much clutter from advice from your friends and the articles and the YouTube. There's so much clutter and oversaturation in your mind that I think what happens is you develop a prototype of you. So when you go on this first date, you're extra nervous because you don't want to mess up. You don't want to say the wrong things. It's so awkward already. And it, it's even harder when you're not you. It's even harder when you, you have to literally focus on being you. That is the best way to have a success in anything in life is to literally be yourself. You can constantly work on yourself and improve yourself, but you really have to be you because eventually this person is going to grow to love who you are, not the prototype. They don't want that because the prototype is not real. The prototype is just, you know, maybe date one through three. But after date four, it's like, all right, like this is really who I am. And it's like, you don't want that to be a surprise for the person. And now they're like, oh, I don't really like that person, you know? So being you from the beginning, it really helps. And understanding, you know, what do you really want? Like, who do you understand who you really are and the setting that you want? Like, what does a date look like to you? What is that for you? And there's only a two-step process in understanding dating as a whole. And literally, are you ready? Dun -da -da! Communication and physical interaction. That's it. That is it. This is it. Like... <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not here to give you some long drawn out thing. No, I'm going to give you the introduction of dating in this whole episode. Like it's, it's very, very simplified, but let me explain what I mean by communication and physical interaction. So literally communication and physical interaction, that is the code for dating. 
And with communication, we know that it's the key for the introduction. We know that it is when you date someone and you meet somebody for the first time, depending on how you meet them, um, you start with the communication aspect, whether it's texting, whether it's a call, whether it's a message, you start with the communication aspect first. You can, even if you meet them in person or the dating app, that's how it usually starts. And follow-up is so big with that. Like you need to follow up. I really believe that when somebody is communicating with you and they really grow to like you and they care, if they do, like, let's say something happens and you haven't heard from them. I truly believe that if something happens, they're going to let you know if they like you. I do believe that if something major happens in their life, maybe they won't talk about it with you like that because they don't know you, but they'll let you know because they don't want you to think that they don't like you because it's not about you. It's really about something is happening. And that's why I can't communicate with you. So I think that when someone likes you, even if something that you know were to happen, they will let you know, they will communicate with you. That's really how I feel. And with physical, physical interaction, it's really about hanging out, meeting up, going on the dates, literally physically seeing each other, literally seeing each other, just having fun. So you have to understand at this point, if you want a friends with benefits, because the communication and physical interaction clearly is going to change. Okay. Because if the guy or the girl or whoever just wants to communicate to have physical interaction, this is going to be a little different. So I'm talking about dating with the idea of wanting to get a little further, like further past date one, further past date two, not really wanting um, a friends with benefit situation. And if, if, and if that's what you want, perfect, identify it, own it, know it, be okay with it. Like that's completely, completely fine because we need to understand this, right? If you go to someone's house, for a date. And he's like, oh yeah, come over and you know, we could just chill. Nine times out of 10, it might lead to something sexual. And we just, let, let's just be real. I mean, <clears throat> we have our naive moments where it's like, you know, you go over there and he he's really telling you that he wants to watch a movie. And then the movie ends up watching you and you don't know how. It just happened, you know, just, it just happened. So understand the setting. Like if you do go to someone's house, unless you want to, and that's fine because we got choices, but understand that when that happens, you know, that may happen. You could just go and watch a movie, but you want to keep the setting outside. You just want to keep it outside if you want, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, just want to keep it outside. And with with this whole communication and physical interaction, when someone communicates with you with a whole bunch of dick dick pics kind of early or excessively talking about sex and you're like, "Mm." sometimes I've, I I feel like sometimes you have to give people a little bit of pass because I think sometimes men just want to test to see how far they can go or people want to test to see how far far they can go. When you kind of just kind of divert the conversation, if they continue to keep talking about something that you're like not interested in, then you got to just let it go, right? The communication part is, is not working out. You don't like it, let it go. If you entertain someone that constantly is sending you dick pics and you're like, LOL, (laughs) so funny, (laughs) right? Clearly, you know, eventually the conversations are going to continue to be like that. So it depends on what you want. Because if you want a fuck buddy, this is kind of perfect. If you don't, then you have to kind of reconsider how this person is communicating with you and call them out on it. Like, listen, you know, I don't really like that. Um, 
you know, we probably can get there, but this is just not where I'm at right now. So, you know, just chill a little bit. And if they don't, then all right, bye. See you later. Cause I'm not really into that. And just limit entertaining people. That's just not where you are. If the communication and the physical interaction is just not where it needs to be from the beginning, cut it off. Don't waste your time. You know, situationships, this is how it forms because you already know what it is because the signs are pretty much there from the beginning and we choose to kind of ignore them and in hopes that something will change. And it's like, no, sometimes, you know, with some people it's pretty linear. Um, they follow the same patterns and path. Like you've already opened that door and made it seem like you were okay with how things are. So you can't get upset when, when things have to change or things don't change. Right. You, you just you, we got to take accountability. We got to take accountability. And I'm not going to lie. It was definitely hard for me, but we have to take accountability at some point because there's a there is like um, there's an etiquette of getting to know someone. W-I-D, W-I-A, uh-uh. You're not going to W-I-D me to death. I'm sorry. You have to monitor the conversations. You know, when the person follows up with you, let me tell you what I love. Oh, my God. Hey, so how was the presentation on Tuesday? I know you said that you had a big presentation and you were really prepping for it. How was it? How did it go? What did they say? Da, da, da. I love sub questions. I love when I when someone asks me for details because it's very clear that you're interested in knowing about what happened. Like you actually care. You want to know what's going on. And um I feel like asking certain questions and just showing your interest, like the communication part is is okay. It's good. Also, when there's a clear time on the date, you know when you guys are going to see each other. It's very clear. Hey, we're going to hang out Friday at seven o'clock. The interaction, the physical interaction is clear. There's no confusion. There's no, well, he said Friday, but he didn't say a time. Now it's seven o'clock and I'm not sure because if he doesn't call me by eight o'clock, I'm not going to see him late at night. Ah, it should be clear. <laughs> it should be clear. Okay. It should be clear. And I just feel like dating should be seamless. Dating should be easy. Dating should be just literally the introduction of process of getting to know someone. And that's it. Relationships are the work. Relationships are where it's like, oh, when things get tough. And when you start growing into different phases in the dating process, to relationships and eventually to marriage, if that's what you choose, that's when it becomes the work. I don't think the dating part, the fun, the getting to know, the like, okay, let's get to know, that shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be hard. So with the things of, of dating being seamless and, and being easy and how things should be clear, there comes a point where you have to just really monitor what's going on. And you need to see, okay, is this person really interested in me? Like, is he really interested? Let's talk about that. Okay, so you guys are talking. Everything is going pretty okay. He calls you. You guys see each other. You know, you guys are talking. Communication, okay. Physical interaction, all right. But you're still not sure if he really likes you like that. I feel like there's an in, there's a difference between interest and investments. So with interest, you're learning about someone, right? You're learning about someone. And when you're investing, you're committing. You're committing 
to something. You're putting a little bit more emphasis when you invest because you see value and you're like, yes, I'm going to invest my time. So I love the aquarium. I love fish. I love the aquarium. I mean, I could look at fish all day swimming and sea animals. I think they are just so interesting. Whenever I travel, if there's an aquarium, I'm going to go. But am I interested in marine biology? Like, am I interested enough to invest my time to work in that industry and like subscribe to all of these magazines about it and like watch thousands of videos about it? No, but I'm interested. I'm interested. And I think that sometimes the person may be interested and they may think you're they're cute. You know, they'll have sex with you. They'll have a drink with you here and there. But that's about it. Like the substance, like it doesn't go beyond that because you are right to them. You're all right. The investment is not there. You need to monitor what is it that you want. Do you want someone, you want somebody that's interested, but eventually if you want something serious, they need to be invested in you. They need to see the value in you. They need to see that for themselves. You can't be a marketer. You know how some people are like, well, so I have a degree. I have three masters. I live by myself. I have my own car. I have $700,000 in the bank. I, 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 wonderful, wonderful. But do you think do you think that really matters to have a list of things that of of what you are and what you have and all these possessions that's great but the thing is this when someone is invested they need to be invested on their own even if you give a marketing snapshot of of who you are your marketing po- portfolio of this is me that does not mean the person is going to be invested. It's just like Shark Tank. People come in there, they present their businesses. They're so prepared. I mean, it's just awesome. And the shark is like, I'm good. (laughs) You know, like, I'm okay. So you have to really understand the difference between an interest or investment. And at that point, if you don't feel like this person is not invested in you to take you seriously as in being in a relationship, maybe you should move on to other people and meet other people because this person is not taking you as seriously as you want. And if you're like, well, you know, you having sex and you like it and you have a friends with benefits, that's fine. But here's what I'll say about that. Don't get mad when things don't change. Don't get mad because it's like a nonverbal commitment when you decide to have a friends with benefits and now all of a sudden you're expecting relationship things from a man that's just providing dick on demand, okay? It's just dick on demand and I just feel like you can't get mad at him or her because, you know, I want my dudes to listen to this too, so I'm, I'm keeping it fair. But you can't get mad at the person because you haven't sex with them and you like them and you're like, oh my God, this person is cool. And then they're not committed to you. They're not invested in you. They like you. You're cool. You're cute. But they don't really care about you. I was telling my friend, like, you really want to talk to somebody who don't care if you woke up the next day? Like, you literally could be dead and this person wouldn't know until he's ready to fuck you again. I'm just saying. Um, So... You have to watch your expectations. Watch your expectations and make sure that it's fair. Make sure your expectations are fair to the person that you're dating. And sometimes the dudes, like when it comes to communication, sometimes the guys are not interested. They're not interested or the girl, whoever is not interested. And some signs of that 
not asking any questions about you, very ambiguous, no plans to really see you, no official time for dates, hits you up, talks about sexual things, and that's pretty much it. The conversation is surface, it's basis, like basic as hell. There's no conversation. They don't really share much with you. They don't really care to impress you either. They don't care. Um, <laughs> They hit you up inconsistently, delayed responses or one word text messages. So you text them at 10 o'clock in the morning. They text you back three days later, like, hey, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, excuse me? Like, you literally hit me up like 5,000, you know, sometimes be dramatic. You hit me up like 5,000 days later talking about, hey, I'm good. Um, so no following up you know, just doesn't communicate. Like it doesn't just no communication. And as I've stated, I really believe that when a man is interested, he will communicate. I really do believe that. Like, even if God forbid somebody passed away, he'll just let you know, I'm just having a hard time. But so at least, you know, there won't be the guessing game, but you have to call your friends and figure out like, all right, well, I guess he's, you know, we make excuses to alleviate the confusion we have inside. We do. We do. But sometimes we do that. And it's like calling your friends and like, well, you know, he works in the city. I know he's really busy. I know he's tired, but I texted him at this time. So I'm overreacting. I just feel like that's just a lot, right? It's a lot to think about. And I just think that when someone is interested, it will be very easy because you'll know the confusion will be gone. The person that's right for you. Let me make that clear. The person that is right for you, the person that is meant for you and that is taking you seriously and really like you, really care about you, they will communicate because the last thing they want is for you to think that they're not interested. That's the last thing they want. There won't be any guessing games at all. And sometimes when you see these signs, you have to know when to let go and say, you know what, I'm I'm good. Because people do have things that happen in their life. I'm not going to deny that. Things occur. Um, life happens. Life happens. But you know, you what <sighs> intuition is real, and we need to listen to it because the intuition is never, ever, 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 ever wrong. Okay. When someone is invested in you, they mention you in the future. They talk about relationships with you. That's not a topic that scares them because they they want to know you're there too. They highlight you, okay? They highlight how they feel about you and they want to impress you. They want to because they like you. You see how nice and simple I just kind of wrapped it up. They really, really like you as a person. There's no like, well, I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. The intentions are clear. They're very clear when someone is invested. So we have to just like, we have to monitor ourselves. You know, we have to monitor the conversation and let it flow, keep it real, keep it simple. But definitely if if you're like, mm, I'm not sure, that's when you have to make a decision of what you want to do. You can either confront the person and say, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? How you doing? You know, or you just kind of like wait it out until they reach out to you and to tell you what's going on. And at that point, you decide whether to move on or not. You don't want to hold on to something and you already know like this is not going to work out because I feel like it's it's sometimes 
We already know the answer, but we just want to hold on because we think things are going to change. We think, oh, well, he's working and he's busy and, oh, well, he has a lot going on and, oh, well, this and, oh, well, that, all of these things that happen. And then guess what? Y'all stop talking. And two months later or a month later, he's in a relationship with someone else. Hmm. So we have to monitor what is it that we really, really want. What do we want? And once you know what you want and you understand who you are and the qualities that you're looking for just in dating, because this topic can really expand, then from there, you can make your decision on your own, not with the help of 20,000 people and friends and the articles and the YouTube and the books and all of these things. But you need to make the decision for yourself because only you know what you really want and how you really ultimately want to be treated. We will get back to this fabulous episode, but I just wanted to let you know that you can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. There is also a chance for you to be featured on the show. Check out the link in the description to send me a voice message. In addition to the podcast, did you know that Save the Good Girl has a blog? Be a part of VIP by subscribing to the email list on savethegoodgirl.com. So many options to stay connected. All right, let's get back to the episode. The biggest thing you can do for yourself when it comes to just introduction to dating, just introduction with the physical interaction and communication is ultimately being yourself. That's the easiest thing for you to do is to really be you because that is what the person is going to fall in love with. We try so hard sometimes, I think, to adjust who we are, adjust our thinking, adjust our thought process, adjust our sexual desires and what we want for someone else because we want them to want us. We want them to see us. We want them to like us. We don't want to make any mistakes. And the the, the truth is, We are all imperfect people and you will be perfect for the person that is meant to love you. You will be perfect for them. So any imperfection or any insecurity that you have, we all have insecurities. We all have things that we don't like about ourselves and the person might love it, you know? So ultimately we want to develop a connection, a true connection in dating. Dating should be seamless. It should be easy. You want to feel free. You want to have fun. You know when you have fun with someone you really like, like chill with and you have a really, really great time, whether it's a friend or family member or whoever, you want to have that level of excitement for this person too. Like you really, really want to have a good time with them. So in order to have that connection and to really just connect authentically, you have to be yourself because the prototype, that's not going to win. They don't want that. They want you. I know that for me, my person, there was a time where I really thought that being, not being someone else, but I guess being edited, like the edited version of myself was going to work. So this person like this, oh yeah, I I do that too. Or this person says, I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) You know? So I would say like when I was like in in my early twenties, 
the edited, they, they got the edited version of Erica. So I I guess it's like, okay, well, if they like this and, the, and they like that and I like this and I like that, I mean, I guess it's going to work out. And it doesn't because you have to keep up with the edited version all the time. And it's hard and it's exhausting. So it's like, I want to be me. I want to be able to talk to you and feel ignited. I'm excited. When you text me, I get butterflies. Like when I see you, I'm like super happy. I'm smiling. I'm not confused. I look forward to our conversation. I look forward to seeing you and I look forward to developing. And this conversation really is for like, if you want to get a little bit more serious with dating, because I'm fully aware that some people, they want to have fuck buddies and listen, I am not judging. If that's what you want, I'm not judging. And furthermore, the way that things end up, there's, here's the thing. There is no rules. You can have sex with someone the first date and that will be your husband. You can have sex with someone the last uh, uh, a year and that will be your husband. You can meet someone the first day and get drunk and that could be your forever. You can meet someone the first day and get drunk and they don't call you. I mean, there's so many scenarios when it comes to dating. There's so that this is why I feel like you have to go with your intuition, with your energy and how you truly, truly feel, because there's no right or wrong answer based on everybody's different stories. I mean, I've heard some amazing stories about how people met and, and how things worked out and what people did this time or that time. And it's like, There's so many interesting things that happen that bring people together. Follow your flow. Follow you. Like, understand you. Understand where you are. And then make sure that you communicate that to the person that you are dating. Like, have conversations. Like, you know, get to a place where you can get deep. And if you are at a place where you feel like you can't get deep and you're trying to get in but you can't, you can either decide to wait and see if this person will open up. Or if you want, you can just be like, you know what? Holla at me when you're ready because I don't have time. Like I got things to do. Okay. So I just feel like there's not really this, like, you know, there's books about the wait. There's books about not kissing on the first day and you can't have two drinks and you can't wear this. Like it's 2020 right now. People like sweatpants and heels. That's a thing. You know what I mean? People looking really comfortable and athleisure. These are like outfits. Like, so I just feel like if you want to wear makeup, wear makeup, wear makeup. I mean, beat your face up like scrambled eggs. Beat it up. That was corny, right? I'll be corny sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. But beat your face. If you don't wear makeup, don't wear makeup. You want to have sex with someone the first date? If that's how you feel in that moment, you hot and heavy do it. You don't want to have sex until three months? Fine. You don't want to have sex until you're married? Fine. You want to have a drink on a first date? Great. You don't want to? Fine. You want to have coffee? Great. You don't want to have coffee? Fine. You want to go to a shooting range on the first date? Great. Go. You want to go to see, watch birds on the first date? Do it. My point is, what works for you may not work for the next person, but there's no need to judge the next person. Just follow suit on what you want and don't alter yourself based on other people's conversations. You know, you can, there's, there's still a way to have a conversation about something and not internalize it and say, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Do what you feel is best. However, if you have done something and the pattern isn't working, We got to adjust something because something's not right, right? So if the pattern isn't working, you're trying to get to a certain result, 
something is not right. And that's where you got to get a deeper look into that deep clean within you to say, okay, all right, so what do I really want here? But you have to understand you first. With the communication and physical interaction, dating is not going to work if you're a fraud. It's not. Dating is not going to work if you're not authentic. Are you dating this person because you really like them or you're dating them because they have this job or you're tired of being single? So now because of your insecurities and the fact that you're just like, okay, let me just, you know, deal with anybody and you just chose this person, but is it the real person? Is that really what you want? Ultimately, I think for the most part, we all want a true, genuine connection with someone who sees us beyond the physical form. Like they really see you for who you are. You can be yourself. You can be crazy. You can be outlandish. You can say whatever you want and they still love you. Actually, they love you even more. So we have to get to this place of like dating is you. It's you. You can have improvements, of course. You can always continuously work on yourself to improve, You, but it's really you. And you also have to watch your energy. A lot of times people will use people for food. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go on this date because I want, I want him to get me a meal. Here's what I'll say. I don't agree with it. You know why? Because um, karma is real and what goes around comes around. And dating, clearly, if you go on a date with somebody, whatever, and they pay for you, that's nice. Or you, if you decide to pay, that's cool. But if you if you are going out on a date with someone, like a second or third, and you know you're not interested, but you just want to use them for a meal, you got to be careful because you also have to watch your energy. Because eventually, because of what goes around comes around, Someone will use you eventually. Um, may, it may not be in the food form, but somebody will use you. Or you'll see a stagnation in your dating process and you're wondering like, damn, why is this not like moving? Like what's going on? So you got to be careful and just watch your energy and know that whatever you put out there, it does come back. So just be mindful of that. Just be mindful. But ultimately, we all want a connection. Be yourself and have fun. Have fun with it. Don't let this be calculated. I really like all these thousands of books and thousands of articles. It it will take out the fun. It will take out the excitement. Have fun. Go there. Just be like, you know what I do before a date? I I look at myself in the mirror and I say, you know what, bitch, this is it. This is is who you are. (laughs) And I just go. And I just go. So have fun with it. Like truly, truly have fun. But more importantly, identify what you really, truly want. (laughs) So I literally say, this is me. This is me. And something to know is this. No matter how many books you read, how many articles you read, how many YouTube videos you watch, how many friends you talk to, how many people you do talk to, to get advice about dating, your story will always be your story. Your chapter and your journey is different. Your lessons are different from the person who's sharing their experiences. We can always learn from each other. We can always get aha moments from each other. But it doesn't mean that if you follow the exact same blueprint as the person who's relaying their message to you, that you are going to get the same result. You may not. 
you may not get the same exact result like them because that was their story that was already written for them. And they're sharing ideas and tips and certain things you can try, but your expectations should not be so like, if I do this, if I do that, then I'm definitely going to do this because that's what keeps these dating books and the dating industry in business because people have this insatiable appetite to get to the end goal and they're not. There's still millions of people who are single. There's still millions of people who want a fulfilling relationship. So when you're in that place, when you want something, of course, if if you see something that resonates with what you're looking for, of course, you're going to stop and learn to see what they're saying, because this is something of interest to you. When you're looking for something like a vehicle, or you're looking for a per, like a, let's say a green bag, anytime you see a green bag is going to catch your eye. Whenever you see a particular vehicle, it's going to catch your eye. So with dating, it's the same thing, but we have to really understand that even with all the advice and all the things that we're reading, which may be very great, valuable information for you. Um, There's certain parts that really click with you and you're like, you know what? I've been doing this all the time and maybe I should try this way. That's cool because sometimes we have to adjust what we're doing. But the story, your story and your journey will always be your story and journey. It will not be the same as your friend or your family member or the person you read the article or the person on YouTube. It will be different because why? You are unique that you are different. (laughs) So just know that there is no guarantee that when you read all these books and all these articles, everything that is going to just deliver this phenomenal result, you need to attract it. I really believe in attracting it and really believing it, believing that, yes, this is going to happen, which is hard because even I have to work on that, like believing it because I'm like, okay, and then I get annoyed. So (laughs) I'm like, all right, forget I'm done. This is annoying. But I have to continuously work on believing it, that it will happen and understanding that my story is different. My story is not going to be all the other stories that I've heard. And I'm happy for everybody and, and how their journey is. But that's not mine. So understand that too, that even with reading these books and talking to these people and watching YouTube videos and reading these articles, that is not going to guarantee you anything. It's not. It can enlighten you, but it's not going to guarantee anything. The only thing that's guaranteed is death and taxes. Okay. That does not mean you're going to get guaranteed to be (laughs) this 101 ways to get this partner. Okay. Okay. Please give me a, please have a hundred and ways to have a seat. Okay. A hundred and ways, 101 ways to just sit down. Okay. It's just, please. Nobody has time for all these damn books. And it's like, (laughs) be yourself, understand your journey is yours and only yours. It's exclusive. You are the VIP member. You're the only one in this area. It's just for you. I hope after hearing this, you can throw away all of the books that you have, because this is just like an introduction. I'm not, you know, there's more for us to talk about when it comes to dating. This is just more the intro, like just the beginning part, just like getting to the dates, you know, just getting there. Um, There's a quote that I wanted to read from you from Amel LaRue. It's called For Real. And I wanted to read it to you. I can breathe. I can drink in your laugh. I can live on your smile. I can trip. And if I can fall into your arms, I can stay there my whole life. I can live. I can love. I can be better with you for real. I can hear. I can feel. I can see. I can tell you are for real. And I love those lyrics because that's really like how a sis wants to feel when she's dating. Like I want to feel like I'm on cloud 
9,000 times 25 million, right? Like I want to be that high um, when I'm with this person. And we deserve that. We deserve to be happy and treated with respect and just having a great time and laughing and smiling at somebody who just tickles our souls. We deserve that. So if you heard this, you have purpose. I'm so happy that you guys chilled with me today. I hope that I kind of made it a little bit easier for you, but how do you feel? How do you feel about dating? Um, did anything like resonate with you? Did anything click with you? Like, how do you handle this? What do you think about the whole dating process? I would love, love, love to hear about it. Thank you guys for coming back to my show. We are such a family. Like, we are really on this journey together. Like, I wanna, okay, we are on the journey because until I'm married, okay, I still got work to do. So go out there, go on the dates, have a great time, be yourself, have fun, and just chill. Let it flow, boo. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Tony Braxton, she was right. Let it flow. Um, but thank you guys for coming back to the Save the Good Girl podcast. I feel like we're connecting. So let's make sure we're connected. You can find Save the Good Girl on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Did you know about the Save the Good Girl blog? Yes, there is a blog. Check out savethegoodgirl.com to subscribe to the fabulous VIP email list and be the first to know about new podcast episodes, new blog posts, and giveaways. In addition to listening to Save the Good Girl on many platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and many more, you can also subscribe to the Save the Good Girl YouTube channel if YouTube is more of your thing. There are so many options to stay connected and be a part of the Save the Good Girl community. For all updates, or if you just want to contact me to say hello, ask me a question, or send me a comment, check out the contact section on savethegoodgirl.com.